Welcome back, folks. Before anything can happen this offseason, we have to straighten out where the Chiefs are with the salary cap. This is our deep dive. How much they have, what they can carry forward, how many players they have on it, and what they can do to make moves. It all starts now on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome, Chiefs Kingdom. This is your daily podcast for the Kansas City Chiefs. We are part of the Law Dawn Podcast Network. We are here every day, just like everybody on this network. Thanks for checking us out. We are brought to you today by GetUpside. Check them out. It's a way to save money on the gasoline purchase that you make. And don't forget, we're free on all platforms, including YouTube. Everywhere that you find us, you can get this show every day. I'm your host, Ryan Tracy, founder of Rogue Analytics, as well as your host at Locked On NFL Draft and part of the... Uh, Bigger draft network as well. Not the draft network, but the draft network of evaluators that we go through all over stuff. You can check out all of our stuff everywhere because it is draft season. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm I'm running through. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much going on right now. There's a ton going on. And this is actually where I start having my fun uh, because we're starting to talk about the Chiefs sour cap and what the Chiefs have to do. You can find me over at Chiefs Corner. Just wrote my first article on Chiefs Corner on Substack. Go check that out. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about this subject. And I'm going to do a little bit of a deeper dive going into the different areas that Kansas City is going to have to hit over the next couple of weeks uh, to try to figure out where they are cap-wise. And, and the hits are coming because there's moves that have to be made. It's it's a little convoluted right now because it seems like there's space, but there really isn't. Like we're going to go through it all and kind of give you the primer that we need for this whole offseason and every conversation that's going to follow on mock drafting like we did yesterday. If you missed that, go check that one out, as well as the transactions, the moves that they're going to have to make. So, I mean, let's let's start. Tell us what we need to know, numbers and cents. Well, let's just jump into it. So when we're sitting here looking at the salary cap, this is where Kansas City is right now, uh, according to Over the Cap. I will say the 2022 salary cap is supposed to be capped at $208,200,000. So that is where they stand uh, right now. As you can see, Kansas City has total cap liabilities of $194 million and some change. So they have roughly $15 million to spend in 2022. Now that sounds like a lot of money, but here's the major problem. 38 players contracted in 2022. That's a big problem. Uh, now I will admit over the cap does not have any of the new uh, reserve future contracts that were just signed by the chiefs. Uh, mm -hmm. Those players will be added down below. Uh, now the other thing, and, and this is kind of a primer and this is kind of something I got into on my sub stack was that there's a couple of different things you need to know about the salary cap going into this whole scenario. First, when you're in the off season, you're only de dealing with the top 51 contracts. So you're not dealing with every single player that the Chiefs bring in. Right. And no camp that's, rosters. Right. No, no lower downs. Right. That's huge because you're looking at a situation where you're going to have 90 players on the roster for most of this most of the year until you get to final cut down day. And that's probably going to be the first part of September. We don't know the final dates uh, in that regard. Last year was August 31st. We had to be under the salary cap number. So that's what this top 51 number is right here. So that's telling you that you have about $3 million that they're figuring are going, that's going to be under that top 51. Uh, so that would be even more cap space. But again, my issue, and this is something I already talked about on Twitter a little bit, 
only 38 players under contract. That is going to mean that they have a lot of work to do to bring now, players it, in. And the other clarification that I want to make, a lot of folks are starting to look at, at Jason's site, this one over the cap, uh, as well as Track, the other big mm-hmm. salary tracking uh, website. Look at these numbers again. Total cap liabilities at 194M. Top 51 at, at 191. So what you guys might have heard Chris just say is that it's it's expected to go up to 208 next season. That's already baked into this number. There is not an additional $16 million coming their way or, or yeah, 16. What was my math right? 14, well, yeah, sorry. 15. Yeah, 15 roughly. So they're basically right at the threshold right now. And 15 is what is projected for this cap right now. And that includes the expected gain. It may be bigger than that. It could be smaller than that. We don't know. Until we know, we won't know, but we have to proceed as though it's out there. And so, like, I just want to make that clear for everybody who's looking at these numbers and thinks, hey, we might have another big chunk of money coming. There is not. It is no. sitting at what it's sitting at and with 13 and, players, even to get to your 51 threshold. Yeah. And the other thing to throw out there is this is according to Over the Cap. And there are other websites that track this. NFLPA is one of them, but NFLPA is still on the 2021 calendar year. So, According to the NFLPA, the chief salary cap at the end of the season was $1,329,869. That amount is going to carry forward into 2022. So that is already included in this number of 15172359 Now, go ahead. And folks, you will see that referred to as the rollover amount mm-hmm. on social media, et cetera. Yep. And so when you start looking at that, the first thing that you need to think about when you start looking at this is, okay, how many players does an NFL team have? Generally speaking, you're going to have about 53 players on the roster. I would say on average, you're going to get to close to 60 players between uh, injury players, uh, any of your other designations that you could have on pup list and all of those, plus your regular 53 players, you're going to be around 60. So the Chiefs need to sign at least 22 more players just to get to that 60-man threshold and the league minimum to cost, the league minimum cost to do that is seven hundred five thousand dollars, which pretty much wipes out your entire fifteen million right there. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, the, the futures contracts do not count against this account either, because they will not be a top fifty-one contract. Correct. So there's a lot to be done, not a lot of money to do it with, and that's what we have to get to in how can they start the process? There's a lot of work to be done by Brett Veach in the front office, especially given that you're replacing Ryan Poles and, and promoting within from within is going to be my guess. We haven't heard confirmation on that yet, but we were going to get to that. And I would bet that it's somebody in house. If you want to bet on something like that or something on this Super Bowl that's coming up, you can do it all at betonline.net. That's where all the props, odds, and lines are always there for every big game, whether it's this Super Bowl, March Madness, or anything else throughout the year in any of the other sports, I call them. (laughs) It's also a spot where you can get all the box scores, podcasts, and all the news that you need in order to lay your bets down in a way that is advantageous for you. It will continue to roll around all summer long and into the fall season as we get back to football that is nearly over, but it feels like it's just about to start again. So keep an eye on all that. Don't wait to take advantage of all the offers in 2022 for every sport. Maybe we'll even get some draft props. I will let you know of that as they come on. But it's all at Bet Online where the game starts. And that's just the beginning of what you can do in terms of making money. You can also do it by buying some gasoline and tracking it. With our friends at Get Upside, all you have to do is download their app. 
put in the code touchdown and start tracking your gasoline purchases. That allows you to make money back on every gallon that you purchase. And it goes into your account on the GetUpside app. From there, you can pay yourself back uh, via PayPal or Amazon card or straight to your bank account or whatever you like. All you have to do is get the GetUpside app at any app store, Apple, uh, Google, whatever you like, and use that code touchdown. Start saving today. That's the code touchdown at the GetUpside app. Okay, this is where it gets tricky, right? This is where it gets hurtful because there's a couple of maneuvers that have to be done and maybe we should just take the big ones, right? They have to clear cap space. How do they start? You know, I think one of the big things that I talked about uh, in my writing and one of the big things that Kansas City is always going to be doing every year is they're going to be looking at Patrick Mahomes' contract. And the reason they're going to be looking at it is because they built in roster bonuses every single year in his contract. Now, roster bonuses are a little bit different because they allow you to do transitions or basically convert those roster bonuses into signing bonuses. And that's a huge key, especially when you start talking about a, a, a Mahomes-type contract where you're looking at almost $30 million in a roster bonus. It's payable on the third day of the league year. Uh, but I would expect that one of the first moves Kansas City is going to look at doing is they're going to convert that $27.4 million into a signing bonus, which is going to lower, which is going to give them more cap space of almost $22 million. That's huge. And the conversion itself, what does that do long-term? Explain that to us. As they go down the road, because yes, you get a chunk of of cap space right then. He gets a huge payout, but it's also prorated in some fashion as well, correct? That is correct. So the big thing that it comes down to when you start looking at how it's going to play out for Kansas City is going to do a move of his roster bonus. You're basically going to create a signing bonus. And that signing bonus, and it's already built into the contract, and it's built into most NFL contracts that allow the team to be able to take roster bonuses and convert them into signing bonuses. Now, you can convert the signing bonus over as long as the length of the contract up to five more years. So that's the key here. They're going to take this $28 million basically, uh, and they're going to convert it. And they're, when they do that, you're going to see that they, when they decide they want to restructure, they're going from... They're going to go to a, basically a $12 million bonus because it's a prorated amount from the previous year, frees up 22, almost $23 million on the cap. So now if you look at their cap space number, they're at $37 million. Now the key here is, and one thing to take into account is more than likely if they restructure, they're probably not going to touch this base salary. So you would think that they're probably going to leave that around 1.5. So this may be a little bit higher uh, than you would expect it to be. But the thought process is, is that they could get to $37 million in cap space pretty much with just one move. Yeah, it's just exercising one clause in the contract. Mm -hmm. And that there's different. There's a lot of different contracts that they could do it with. Uh, you know, you can look at Chris Jones. I wouldn't do it because you, he's not under contract that much longer. Joe Tooney is another guy that you could look and go and do a restructure on. And if you do a restructure on Joe Tooney, you're going to be sitting here and you're looking at adding another $10 million in cap space. So 
you know, you can get the Kansas City Chiefs to close to $50 million with just two moves before they make any cuts. Right. Now, what does that do to long-term? Is that tacking years onto the prorations in the backside of these contracts? Yes. So what it's basically doing is it's, well, it's not tacking years on. What it's doing is it's taking the bonus money that is applied and it is moving it forward up to five years. So on Joe Tooney, he's not signed for a long enough deal to where he would be uh, a guy that you could take it out more than five years. But Patrick Mahomes is signed through 2031. So essentially they have all these stop gaps in the contract every single year that allows them to restructure and move money forward. Now, if you look at that, that basically is going to mean that you're going to add just a little over $5 million every year for the next five years to Mahomes' contract. Now, that's not going to be a huge deal in 2023 or 2024, but you start pushing it out far enough, you're going to be getting to you know, $50, $60 million down the road. So that's definitely going to be something that they're going to have to watch. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that becomes the question. And it feels like this is a possibility that these type moves could help them in the short term as we expect the cap to go up rather significantly in the next three seasons. Mm-hmm. And maybe they get to the point where they, they can stop that and they're not digging themselves a hole in later years. Yeah, and the other question is, is uh, like you said, it's expected to continue to go up. Uh, going up to $208 million is a pretty big hike from last year. But the bigger thing is, is that the big money contracts aren't even really starting to hit yet because the NFL was able to keep the salary cap down because they're trying to offset some of the losses they had from COVID. Uh, so I would expect that the salary cap is going to have a significant jump from 2022 to 2023. Yeah, yeah that's my expectation as well. Now, this was the easy part, folks. We're going to get into some of the hard decisions here on the backside of this. And I'm going to be telling you guys about our friends over at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is an amazing website. If you haven't checked it out, you really absolutely need to. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30% to maybe even 100% more for the same parts from a car dealership or chain store as opposed to just ordering online where they're getting their parts and saving that money. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, so you start looking at what this is going to mean for Kansas City. I went ahead and took those two restructures out. And if you haven't done it yet, if you want to go play with the overcaps, over the cap simulator at uh, overthecap.com, they have an amazing calculator where you can go play with different things and see how it's going to affect the chief's cap. Now, a lot of people are expecting different moves to be made. And I think that they have a lot of, I think a lot of these moves make sense. Uh, I would imagine that Frank Clark is probably not going to be back in Kansas city because his cap number in 2022 is $26 million. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is prohibitive if he would have gotten you know 15 20 sacks maybe you're you're trying to figure out a way to make that work uh but with a 26 million dollar cap hit i do not think he's going to withstand that so the key here though with him and specifically him because you can only use this twice a year you have the ability to do a trut a a trade or a cut 
And in this case, it's going to be a cut. I can't imagine they're going to find somebody to want to take a, on his contract. Right. Um, but you have the ability to do a post 6-1 cut. Now, what that means is you are going to be cutting the player as of uh, whenever you make this, this decision, but it's going to be treated like it's going to be post 6-1, which post 6-1 means that you'll be able to basically cut in half the amount of dead cap space that you're going to have. The question so, becomes, though, because you're prorating across two years, right? You're splitting it in half. But the correct. problem is they stay on the roster until that date. No. So, no, no, no. The number stays on the roster. They don't Right. So you can't roster. add another player is my point because you're you're to that point. If you're at 90, he, he stays a commit until that date. No, you could add another player because you still cut him. If you still make the actual move. He's removed from the roster when you make the designation. But his number stays on the roster until or the cap number stays on. Right. Meaning so you, you have no space. You can't go sign someone else because you, you don't realize that space until the date. Cap space, yes. Sorry, I thought you were talking about roster numbers. No, I'm, I'm just talking about in terms of being able to go out and spend that savings. Yes, there is you're not going to be able No, absolutely. There is that delay. But if you look at the dead money that you're looking at right now, if you cut them pre, you're looking at 13.6 in dead money with a mm. cap savings of 12.7. Cap savings is still pretty significant, but if you change it, Sorry. If you change it and you go back to a situation where you are looking at a post 6-1 designation for Frank Clark, look at what it changes. Your dead money goes to 6.8. Now, that is this year you're dealing with 6.8 million in dead money on Frank Clark, but you mm -hmm. saved 19.5. Right. So it saves you another almost $7 million. Uh, to do a post 6-1 designation on Frank Clark. So I would expect that that's going to be the way that Kansas City is going to uh, do this. So if you look with just that move, they go from 15 to 34. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, I, I reversed out the tire, you know, the Patrick Mahomes deal uh, that we talked about earlier. So that's just what this Frank Clark move would make. So they have ways to make money available. Um that's what else key. can they do? What other moves can they make to free up more cap space? Well, I think the other one that is going to happen is going to be Anthony Hitchens is going to be cut. And I expect it to be uh, a, a pre six, one cut. Cause you can only do two of those a year. And I don't see a value in carrying over the kind of money that we're talking about with him. So okay. you're going to be saving, you're going to have dead money of 4 million, but you're going to be saving eight because his cap is 12. Gotcha. So, through the so basically neither of these players have anything left that's guaranteed all we're dealing with and all that we're removing is the proration of the of the signing bonus that they were given understood so that's that's the big difference i think that that's another move that they're going to probably make and then that will give you you know going from 15 to 23 so that's another 8 million dollars um another move that is likely i, I would imagine uh, although it's possible he wants to play, he wants to see what some other wide receivers get in free agency. I would expect that they would look at maybe changing something with Tyree Kill. Uh, I don't, obviously, I don't think that they're going to cut him, but I think that they could be looking at doing an extension. And if they do an extension, mm -hmm. they could make the cap number really low. They could drop it in half or they could drop it even further. I mean, they could save, they could basically make his cap number be 15 million or be 5 million, I think, in closer to 5 million in 2022. So that would give them another 15 million. 
So there's so, ways for them to make money and ways to move things around. So what you're, what we can project from here is what you're showing us is eight and change from Hitchens, nineteen and change from Frank Clark. Yep. So there's twenty-seven, an, an additional twenty-two from Patrick, that yep. gets us to forty-nine. I mean, if they were to touch anybody else, that would just be more. But they can get to $50 million in free cap space with three transactions. I think that's significant. That's what we have to be looking for, different combinations of this in terms of likelihood. Yeah, and I think that, you know, you you start looking at some other things. I mean, you know, if you want to create more space and you don't want to do anything with, uh, you know, with Mahomes this year, you could go create more space with Joe Tooney. I think Tooney has shown that he's going to be playing for at a high level for a while. So you could, you know, essentially move some of his uh, bonuses around. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that the three moves that are going to be made, I expect them to make a move with Patrick Mahomes. I expect them to make the move with uh, Anthony Hitchens and with Frank Clark. I just think that those are going to be the moves that make sense. The problem that you're going to run into, and this is the biggest issue, is you can talk about Patrick Mahomes saving you $22 million, and I don't disagree with you there. He will. But you're also going to be looking at a situation where Orlando Brown's probably going to be franchise tagged, and that franchise number is going to be around $20 million. So right. you can basically kiss Patrick Mahomes' $20 million almost goodbye with just franchising Orlando Brown. And you can't. Which, which has to be the goal. Right. So, and don't get me wrong, when you sign him to a long-term deal, you could definitely lower that that cap number. So there's ways to make his number lower. But if he's playing under the franchise tag until training camp, you don't have any access to that money. So, you know, you're going to be set that, sitting there. And basically, if you convert Patrick Mahomes, that's basically gone to your franchise tag more than likely unless they get Brown signed before the new season. Yeah, absolutely. Now, folks, if you want to know more about these cap transactions and the way that it works, check out Chief Corner that Chris has set up. Uh, there'll be links to that as long as uh, as well as Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, RGR Football, all kinds of good things. Check out the Lockdown NFL Draft Show with me and Eric Crocker. Also, we have Super Bowl week going. You're going to have all kinds of content regarding this huge game for the the end all be all the 2022 regular season. You can check that out on Super Bowl week coverage and check out Lockdown Bex for everything you need to know to lay some action on that particular game. I'm uh, I feel like we're just kicking off the regular or the the off season to get ready for the next regular season. There's going to be a lot of changes, but uh, I'm pretty excited about the way this looks right now, Chris. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think that this is going to be a fun time. Uh, a lot of players that are going that they're going to have to figure out. I mean, you know, with the, only 38 players on the roster, you have a ton of free agents that we didn't even get a chance to talk about. We'll have to dive into that in the next couple of weeks as to who all their free agents are, their exclusive rights free agents, their restricted free agents that they'll have as well. Uh, definitely some different things to look at. And, you know, obviously, like we already talked about, Orlando Brown and the franchise tag, can't imagine they go any other direction than than franchising him. Uh, and, you know, so the big question is, is, you know, were they going to come up with the money for some of this? I mean, Patrick's going to be some of it. Frank Clark and, and Anthony Hitchens are probably going to be more of it. But uh, they have the move. They have the money to be able to move, make some moves. And they have the money to be able to go get some free agents and, you know, maybe keep some of their own guys that I think they could get at lower cost than going out and trying to replace with, you know, uh, some free agents currently. Yeah, I agree. 
We're going to get into the free agency setup. What are the moves that they expect to make? What do we expect that they could be really working through right now? Busy, busy time for Brett Feach in the front office. We'll have more for that the rest of this week and starting into next as we uh, get ready for that Super Bowl. Hope you guys are ready for that. It might be tough to watch, but it'll still be a good time. Thank you for your time and listening to us today. Matt Derrick will be with me tomorrow. We'll have a crossover or depth information on Thursday. We'll, we might even just keep calling a crossover. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what we have to and do. We'll see what we get. Get ready for that Super Bowl Friday. Don't miss a show. <laughs> Looking forward to it, Ryan. Have a good one. Don't miss any shows. We appreciate you. You too, folks. Have a great day. We'll talk to you.